Welcome back to the Bruce Brothers Podcast. I'm Christopher Reben here with Cam Hartshaw and Carter Reben. Yo, what's up? It's Carter. Hey, it's Cam. Alright, we're going to start this podcast off the right way like we always do by cracking open a, another brew. Uh, this week's brew is going to be from Victory Brewing Company. Uh, we're going to be trying Berry Monkey. Berry Monkey is a 9.5% fruited triple sour. Um, let's uh, crack it open and give it a taste, shall we? All right, here, let me uh, crack this bad boy open. It is strong. It's good, it though. Strong. It's a very it's strong, very strong beer. No, not at all. It's more refreshing beer than, like, a like a heavy, like, party beer. It's kind of more refreshing. Than I, yeah. I don't agree with that. No, I like to drink these in the summertime. Um, That's kind of my go-to beer yeah, for the summertime. Summer, nice fruit salad. With a nice fruit salad. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's great. Um, so we're going to start off with the Eagles last week against the Chiefs Monday night. Don't get me started on that. What a game. Uh, Cart, what are your thoughts on the game? It, the, the first half of the game, the second half of the game, completely different games. Jalen Hurts was what, three, five for seven or was he three for five? Whatever he was in the first half with passing had like 40 yards. It, it was just they were running the hell out of the ball in the beginning, and they went away from it. Like, Swift, what do you, what's his stats? He had 12 carries for 76 yards. That's pretty good. And that was, like, basically the first quarter for him. And then they just, like, stopped giving him the ball when it was working. He, like, you know, he had one touchdown. Hertz had two touchdowns. What, he had a rushing and he had a passing, right? Yeah, Hertz had his uh, rushing touchdown and his passing touchdown. Did he have a passing? Who did he have a passing to? Actually, uh, no. no, it wasn't no, a pass. It was just two rushing touchdowns for the game. And he had that interception, which wasn't a big interception. It was just they're saying that A.J. Brown ran the wrong route, but it was also A.J. Brown burnt his man off the, off the snap. So. Yeah, A.J. burnt the guy off the line, but, I mean – you know, Hertz wasn't looking down the field the entire game. If you really look at it, it was, a lot of his like looks were up up front in the field, and it, there was no downfield looks at all. You know, he, he the weather did suck. The weather did it suck. Really bad. Yeah, and even the Chiefs couldn't pass. You, and you no, like that, especially just that one interception he had. He can't really see that. He can't see that AJ Brown burnt his man off the rip. He's expecting him to run the route that was given to him. So it, it's a you can't blame it on Hertz. That was one bad play. You know. Mahomes underthrew the receiver and led to an interception the end zone for us. So it was, it went back and forth. We just didn't capitalize when they made a mistake, and they capitalized in the first half when we made a mistake. No, 100%. Um, we also, you know, we, the turnovers in that game was just unlike the Eagles. You know, th- this entire year we've had a ton of turnovers, which we haven't seen in the past couple seasons. Um, and 
we, that has to change somehow, well, some way. Right? It was a lot. It was our third down efficiency. We were three for eleven on third downs. You know, and yeah, we, you know, we couldn't get up even close enough to the line of, you know, to the first down marker to even try yeah. to push it over well, with Phil, you know, brotherly was. shove. He wasn't exactly. We we could either one with the brotherly shove got a first down, and we try to pass the ball instead. We went away with what we've been doing the whole season, and what we had seven punts, they had six punts. We had seven penalties, they had seven penalties. You know, they fumbled the ball. That Travis Kelsey fumble was huge for us. Um, you know, that we only had the ball for 27 minutes. They had it for 32. So they had 23 first downs. We only had 16. The fact that we came out of that game with a win is kind of a miracle. No, you're 100% right. Cam, what's your thoughts on this game? Um, you, I want to hear a little different perspective from your side. Yeah, I, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm not even an Eagles fan. But, I mean... I still watch the Eagles and everything, but um, the offense was not that good. I mean, it's a lot better than the Steelers, but I mean, the normal, like, usually they're getting what, like, averaging over 100 rushing yards. Like, it's easily. Nothing. I mean, they did. They did. But, I mean, if you look at it, they were outgained in everything passing, mm-hmm. rushing, total, everything, yards per play, literally everything. First downs, they still came out with the dub. So that's good. But, yeah, no. it, I mean, yeah, but how does this? Definitely would have played a lot better, I think, if the weather wasn't that bad. You know, yeah, the, the weather did have a big um, effect into it. You know, but the importance of this game, this was the Super Bowl matchup. You know, rematch of the year. Um, and Patrick Mahomes did not look good either. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was he was twenty. He was what he had. He was twenty four for forty three. I mean, that's an interception, which is a big interception end zone because that's a touchdown right there. He goes a little bit higher. That's a touchdown. Um, He did have two touchdowns. He threw one to Kelsey and he threw one to uh, Watson. The guy tried to do it again. Um, And then they had that. The biggest thing was that they got shut down in the second half. They did. Our defense really stepped it up. And, you know, what? like last week, what I was saying, um, with our with our team right now, which and I think it's the resiliency of our team. When our offense isn't stepping up, our defense does. And when our defense doesn't step up, our offense steps up. And, you know, we play – we don't play both sides of the ball at the same time, but it, it kind of helps us out that we can play both sides of the ball throughout the game. We heard Jalen Hurts after the game. He said we haven't played our best ball yet. We're not in one. Yeah. So I, the fact that they haven't put it all together in one game yet, and they're nine one. I mean, that, and that that's amazing. And that's not even a coaching thing at that point. That is just a – team star player you know that that are taking over on this team and really showing well, that we can win with whatever we have um one, one whoever thing i saw from their offense the chiefs offense is like pacheco or yeah pacheco he was 19 carries 89 yards it says but he was a force to be reckoned with at the beginning yeah. of the game just like they couldn't stop yeah, like they couldn't stop swift and we couldn't stop pacheco but once we shut down pacheco it was a different game Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and the, at the end of the game there, it got a little um, sketch. Actually, you know, let's go back to the before the half, actually. Um, you know, giving that ball back um, with about 40 seconds left in the game and let him drive it downfield and get kick a field goal, mm-hmm. that shouldn't have happened. You know, I, I yeah, look. We get, we get the ball back with a minute 40 left, and we can't either run the clock out or get to a spot where we can't let them get the field goal position. I mean, like, all, all we needed was a first down at like that being point. being down a touchdown going in the half is different than being down 10 points. Like, a, a field goal and a touchdown going in the half is different than just a touchdown. And the fact that we get the ball back with a minute, whatever, and we go three and out, 
and then they threw two passes and kick a field goal, and we just look clueless out there. It's just like that's that can't happen. That cannot happen. No, it, it really can't. Um, but you know, all things set aside, we still won that game. Yeah. Uh, Birds are still the best team in the league right now with nine and one record. Uh, and you know that that's just next week we're 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 gonna be playing the Bills. Uh, so that's gonna know, be a good game. it's gonna be a really good game. Really good game. Um, Speaking about Cam being a Steelers fan, you know, them getting rid of uh, Matt Canada, Matt Canada oh, after yeah. what he was what, even though he was what twenty four nineteen and one or something yeah. like that's that's not defense. great. But yeah, like <laughs> they're twenty four nine, like they had ten points the other day. They lost to the Browns ten oh, to thirteen. The end of the game, two seconds kick, like that's just like Kenny. People are hit, hating on Kenny Pickett, but like. You can't hate on him until she gets a new offensive coordinator yeah. and see what happens. In our O-line. Because Pickens, he is the biggest fucking prima donna on the face of the, the earth. Potential is high. He is a Very pre- high. Yeah, he is, but he's a prima donna right now. Like, he's kind of turning into what A.J. Brown went to. Just and a little bit. So we need they, – they need him not to do that. Yeah. Like, shoot, I want an AFC team to win. I'm, I'm going to root for the Steelers. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to give that Pennsylvania love. Uh, Najee Harris has been hot and cold all season. Jalen Warren's better. Yeah, he's I agree. I, I, yeah, he's aver- he averaged 5.3 yards per carry. And uh, – oh, wait, no, that's that's receiving. He uh, Yeah, my bad. He averaged 14.3 on carry. Yeah. And freaking well, Harris, yeah, and he had a touchdown, and then Harris two point nine, exactly. like it's just like yeah, thirty five yards and twelve carries. Yeah, that's just waste of talent for Najee Harris. Absolute waste of talent, but you know, all I gotta say is go birds on that one. Hey man, end of the day, go birds. Go birds, baby. Go birds. Go birds. All right, let's uh let's switch over to the Sixers. Um, ten and four. Great season. Cam, you've been watching a lot of the Sixers. What what do you got? I'm glad we traded James Harden. I agree. Main thing, we got a lot more depth in our lineup and everything. That was the main thing that we were struggling with. Our bench last year was terrible. And comparing it to a lot of other teams, it was, it was so much worse. But James Harden also, he sold us in the last two games in the playoffs last year. And he's the sole reason why we lost. Yeah. Because he takes terrible shots. Sure, he he was a playmaker, and he got our offense moving a lot better. But end of the day, we have Tyrese Maxey. And Tyrese you can Maxey, see, Kentucky, man. And, and you can see Tyrese knows how to make this offense good. He's running it really well. He passes it. You can look at it. What's his stats right now? Like it, Shoot, last game? He was 47 minutes, four rebounds, four uh, four assists, 30 points. Like that, that's like, Kentucky basketball right there. It is because Carter loves Kentucky. Carter loves University of Kentucky. Um, he's so Tyrese Maxey is Carter's number one and player right now. Mind you, Tyrese, like every single year, you can just look at his stats. He's progressively gotten better every mm-hmm. single year. In the beginning, I didn't really like him as a rookie because he couldn't shoot that well. Yeah. Now yeah. he's shooting like 40% from he three. He, he, he was ready going the season as Harden's, you know, two guard, but back yeah. of guard to Harden. And then Harden's gone and he just stepped up as a yeah. uh, as a guard. He's and doing he, exactly he took what that, he needed. Yeah, he, he took that chance and opportunity to show people what he really is. Like, yeah. speaking of Ducky real quick, you know, 2-0. 
Shout Kentucky two and That's all you got. Um, you know, we talked about last week about James Harden uh, leaving and what a relief that was to the Sixers this year. Um, what, what do you make of it? You, you, do you think getting rid of James Harden really made this team kind of lit a fire underneath of their ass? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, as much as a fire, it's definitely a fire, but it's more of like you saw the like toxicity he started to bring to the team. Yeah, and they were trying to get away from that. Yeah, they're and trying I mean, to enjoy basketball again. He didn't even want to be on the team. So, exactly. like, if you don't want to be on the team, then leave. Like, we don't want you there. We well, got like three. What was it? It was like three first round picks yeah, and like three yeah, players. Yeah. We got the draft no, picks because, mind you, we got rid of a lot of draft picks, so we really needed those first rounders and everything. So I'm really glad we did that. Like, don't get me wrong, James Harden on the OKC at six man time, like great player, went to the Houston uh, Rockets, and then he was a great player there. He's always been a great player his whole career. He's proven himself, like, but he just didn't fit in Philadelphia. He just wasn't yeah. a Philadelphia caliber player, yeah. and and not everyone is. It's like not everyone can play in New York. Not everyone can play in Philadelphia. You know, there's yeah. there's three, you know, Philly, New York, and Boston in all leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're a different breed of fans and a different breed of playing that you have to kind of adjust to. And not all players are meant for those three cities. Yeah. I mean, the Red Sox in 2005 in the World Series or 2004. Um, the Yankees coming up in 2009 with that World Series. And the Phillies from 08 to, you know, the past two years with Philadelphia. Um, these cities are very difficult to play in for sure the fan bases are are you know intense we, you you want to win um that that's the fan bases want to win the fan bases expect not i want to say perfection but they expect heart and if you don't go out there and you don't give heart and you yeah, don't give we'll let you know right yeah we'll let you know if you're playing bad i mean last night we lost to the Cavs and everything but yeah, we yeah lost go back, go back to like the Eagles and the, all that stuff real quick. Uh, something I forgot to mention, just um, got brought to my attention was the NF the NFL players poll. I, uh, I saw that. I, yeah, um, yeah. voted Philadelphia sports fans the worst fans in in, in the, the sports league, yeah. in the league right now because they no one wants to go play in Philadelphia. Yeah, I think it was God no. no, no why would you want the Cowboys? Right. I know we were in the one. They might have been two. Yeah, I think but the were. Eagles definitely won. I know like. Obviously, they voted Mahomes the best quarterback, blah, 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 player. Well, like, because he is. He's a, he dominant, is, he's a, he's a yeah. dominant quarterback. You, know, you can't take that away from him. Back to the yeah. birds. Um, Mahomes is a great quarterback. For sure. And, um, you know, he, he's a classy, class act mm-hmm. dude. Uh, he he's he really holds himself high, and he plays the game of football well. Uh, yeah. I so I have yeah. nothing against Patrick Mahomes at all. He's not a dickhead. You can't hate him. No, you really yeah. can't. He's a great quarterback, and you know he didn't show it. His receivers really made him look bad. Well, on, oh, on Monday, you know, you know like uh, Travis Kelsey and the Jason Kelsey, the brotherly love game, you know, all that stuff. But Travis wasn't happy. Jason oh. him walked up to show after the game, and Travis left real quick, just like Jason did in the Super Bowl. But Jason, you know. Put a more of a smile on his face in the Super Bowl. Travis was pissed because he had a bad game. He lost that game for him. You know, I just think it's great we got to win for Taylor Swift. All right. Oh, God. I think we got to win for well, Taylor Swift. You know, Taylor won else, either way, okay? She won with either Travis there. and she won she with the birds. There. I'm surprised by that. She was in her tour. Sure, whatever. An Aries tour or whatever. Like but you that. know what's more important than the Aries tour? What? Football, Carter. Yeah, maybe. But, you know. <laughs> right. The birds are much more important than the Aries tour. And, uh, Sorry, all you Swifties out there. You know, Sorry, the Swift, Swift, and Kelsey were both there. 
because you know Jason Kelsey and DeAndre Swift walked out of the tunnel together. I, I did. Side. I saw that. That was great. That was a great move by those two. You know, but getting back on the Sixers, you know, they play uh, t- uh, tonight when we're recording this podcast. The what twenty second? Yeah, yeah. So they play tonight, the twenty second. They play. They play. Then the, uh, they play the Timberwolves tonight. Eight. And then they Saturday, November twenty fifth, they play at five. Against the Thunder. Monday they play the twenty seventh, they play at seven. Wednesday the twenty ninth, they play eight. And then we'll get to December, the off till the summer then. But let's look at their last what's the last game we talked about? Them playing the Pacers or was it talking It was the last night's game, the loss. I'm saying, what was the last game we talked about on the podcast? Like last what game was that? Was that a Celtics game? It was a Celtics. It was a Celtics yeah, game so coming up. That, game. That, yeah. we, 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 that was the refs. They, was yeah, the refs. yeah, we lost that 117-107, but, you know, like Cam was just saying, it was the refs, and, you know, you, you can't win them all. The uh, Celtics are a very talented team. Um, then we beat the Hawks 126-116 to on November 17th, and then we beat the Nets on the 19th, 121-99. to That should be an easy win every time. But then we lost to the Cavs yesterday in OT, one twenty-two to one nineteen. They fouled out Joel Embiid with like twenty seconds left. It was terrible, and it, it, it wasn't even a foul. He didn't even foul him. It was Pat Bev that did it. Mm-hmm. So when it came to a last-second shot, Joel was out of the game. He just mm-hmm. fouled out. So I'm blaming the refs yeah. again because if you look at it, he didn't even touch him. Yeah. It was insane. I was losing it when I was watching that. I was like, you know, Harris, there's no, there's no way, bro. Like, and B had 32 points, but he only played 41 minutes. Harris only played 43 at 23 points. Maxi had 30, and that's you know that's that's your top scores right there. So they did what they can do. Almost all of them are up 30 points. Like, what else can you expect? That's you know. Not almost ninety points for a one nineteen. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad though. I mean, it's a, only the fourth loss of the season. Fourteen well, games. And, and Celtics have a good or no Cavs really don't have a good squad. No, they put up a good game. They had what a twenty six bomb, twenty thirty two, and then everyone else is like eighteen, almost twenty and twelve. Like they had a good game. Um, can't win them all. You know. Yeah. You know they still have the chance to beat that Warriors seventy. They have seventy three nine, but that's that's not. Realistic. At the end of the day, it's not realistic. No, I mean we didn't have Kelly Oubre last yeah. night either, uh-huh. and you can tell it's a big difference. We need another scorer on that team. So Kelly has done his part. He's de- definitely stepped up. Honestly, I wasn't expecting this much when he was part of the trade. Or no, we got him in free agency, but um, I wasn't expecting all that to be honest from him. But he's definitely stepped up and has been playing a good role. In the offense. Was the, Be- the Pat Beverly play last night? Did he play last night at all? Yeah, he scored like once. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> yeah. end of the fourth quarter. He's I, I love him as a as a person. No, you know, I he, like he's embracing the city of Philadelphia. What's he? See, he's yeah, a good leader yeah, though. He he's not That's, really a scorer, but he's a good exactly. leader. He's a good guy to have at least on that bench in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, just a part of the organization. Like he he's yeah. embracing the Philadelphianess. Yeah, like obviously, like back when the Phillies were in the World Series or in the NL what CS, um, you know he was wearing that Harper jersey and Harper was wearing his jersey. Like you know he's he's embracing the city, and that's mm-hmm. why people are going to start loving him. Perfect fit. So um, let's uh, move over to the Flyers. Oh. Uh, you know a six-game winning streak on the Flyers right now. Uh, going into the Thanksgiving weekend, 
that's pretty impressive yeah. for the Flyers. I mean, they're 10-7-1 right now. They're second place in the Metropolitan East, um, which is awesome. And, you know, one of those big games that we had was against last year's reigning champs, you know, the Golden Knights. Golden Knights at 4-3 in overtime. 4-3 yeah, in man. overtime. Yeah, Couturier scored that game-winning overtime goal. Um, Going back to the last game we talked about, was that November 15th game against a Hurricane? Yeah. We recorded this last Tuesday, and then um, that way played that Wednesday. It was a win. Remember, do you remember what score you said it was going to be? It was it 3-1, I said? You said 3-1, and what was the score? 3-1. And I said 2-1. Uh, I told you. you I told you. Uh, you know, a 4-3 win over the Golden Knights the other day. That that That's awesome. In overtime, um, Flyers now 9-7-1, you know, going into, I guess it's tomorrow or tonight's next game. Uh, do you think the Flyers can keep on with this winning streak? going into it you know they seem to have a little bit of momentum you know and I'm gonna keep on saying this it's a rebuild right this team is in a rebuild we're not expecting them to get to the Stanley Cup you know yeah anything it's not their year and anything can happen but they make it to the playoffs that's a win you know and and they're looking they're looking that well they look looking that way that they could potentially make it to the playoffs you know by looking at this Golden Knights game you were talking about you know they score one in the first the Knights scored three in the second, but we scored two. So at least, like, the fact that we are able to keep it tied and so they just put three in one quarter against us is, like, damn. Like, that's good for us. But then, you know, we play the Blue Jackets. We destroy them. They're 4-11-4. We're 10-7-1 we're after them. Um, so that, yeah, we did which win that game. So we are 10-7-1. Yeah, and, you know. They scored, they scored one, two, and two. So they they weren't giving up. They were putting it to them. You know, and but it really helps having Carter Hart back from his injury. Sure. Um, you know, your two star players on that team right now, Couturier and Carter Hart, both, you know, carried that game. You know, Hart only letting those three goals in in that second period, right? And then you have Couturier scoring that game winning goal. Um, you really, your guys are stepping up where they need to step up. And this kind of reminds me of the time when Bryce Harper first came back, came into the Phillies organization, you know. The rest of the team wasn't 100%. They were not the best team we put out there. But Bryce Harper, our star, did what he needed to do to make those big moments happen. And that was a big moment that our star players, you know, really did what they needed to do. You know, Carter Hart, Terrier, they they went ahead and, you know, scored the goals and blocked them. Um, So, uh, you know, tonight I think is going to be a good game. Um, Who are we playing tonight? We're gonna tonight be, we play. Today we're gonna play against Islanders. So the, the next schedule, six, six and one. So I think we got a good game against the Islanders. You know th- those New York teams. Whenever any Philadelphia team plays the New York teams, it, they're good games. Uh, and yeah, they, they you seem can't to, look at their record. You can't look at a record because any game can happen. Think yeah. about it. The freaking you know the Jets beat the freaking Eagles early in the year. Zach yeah, Wilson's sure. like the only person there. He's benched now. The only yeah. player, the only He's quarterback to beat the Eagles right now. <laughs> Is Zach Wilson the now current third string quarterback of the Jets? Imagine being the third string quarterback of the Jets and being the only guy to yeah. beat the um, Eagles this entire season. You know that's kind of first rid- round draft pick. He was a first round draft pick, so now he's know. sitting on the bench. Yeah. But you know we we play the Islanders, uh, then today, the Rangers, then the Rangers on the twenty fourth of November, and then uh, then we go play the Islanders again on the twenty fifth, and then the Hurricanes on the twenty eighth, and then. We'll probably have another episode out before we, you know, talk about those those games and the games coming up. Big game coming up, I would say, definitely the Devils. Are the Devils good this year? Yeah. Uh, but the Penguins, that's always big games. We play them on the second, and we play them on the fourth. Yeah. No. So that's no. always that's always a good matchup. That's gonna be a good matchup. Uh, th- these are big 
you know, fun matchups coming up. And I look I look forward to just kind of seeing this this rebuild team, you know, filling some shoes that they that they need to fill. Um so uh Cart, what's your predictions for the Islanders Rangers games coming up? Uh, I'm gonna give you know. Let me look at the, let me let me see what the Islanders have done in their last few games. I haven't you know honestly don't really pay attention much to them. You know I I'm gonna keep I'm gonna give us winning these next three games. Um, we're on a hot streak right now, and when teams are on a hot streak, they tend to keep it going for a little bit. Especially these underdog teams, these rebuild teams, they they get excited. We're still talking about the Flyers. Though. We are still talking about the Flyers, yeah. But you know, hey, looking at the Islanders, they, you know they they've been putting up goals. So that that it's gonna be like even we though they're six score. six and one, they they're losing games five to four, they're losing games four to three. Like they're not, so they they're yeah, they're not they're not losing it by much. Their offense is scoring. So if we shut down their offense, and Carter Hart is a good game than that. Um, you know that's all we can do. We got we we have to put up a minimum of three. I said we put a minimum of three. We have to win. We can win three to two. Yeah, but we need to put up a minimum of three goals. Hundred percent. Um, all right, let's uh switch over to the final part of this podcast. Is uh we're gonna talk about the Phillies a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, there, there's the biggest rumors and actually news now coming out for the Phillies is the signing there Nola, um, seven year, hundred seventy two million dollars. Do you like that signing? I'm not a fan of it. Um, not a fan of it. So here's my thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go off on a little tangent on this one. Um, I love Knowles. I think Knowles is a great player, and he's really done a lot for this organization. Um, he's our longest tenured player, you know, won big games, pitching World Series for us, pitching big, you know, playoff games. But he's old. He's 32 years old. And? Seven years. Jim, Jamie Moyer did it. Yeah, but Jamie Moyer was a beast and a workhorse. Okay, and he's not? He you're, is. You're saying Aaron he Nola's is, not. but, you he's know. Been, he's given his career to Philadelphia. He He was getting bigger deals than that for less years or just amount of years more money and he was turning that down because he is a dominant arm in the MLB he is a dominant arm but the problem is Aaron Noll has yet to be injured right he's coming up on an older years you sign him knock on some damn wood yeah 100% but you sign him to a seven year what if two years in you know his arm gets shot okay then that's a risk you're willing to take for a guy that has given his heart soul blood and tears during that rebuild time of the Philadelphia Phillies, they got into us where we are now, getting us to the World Series, getting us almost back there this year. My man, my man's been, yeah. Does he give up bombs? Does he have rough outings? Don't all pitchers? Wheeler's sure. not perfect every time. Degrom's not perfect every time. Degrom was perfect. He never lost a game, but he was with the New York Mets, even if it was a one nothing game. And he's considered the best pitcher in baseball besides Shohei. I would have given him less years. I would I would have given him less hey, years. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Like how many? I would I would have given him a five year contract. Five I years. think seven is too long. I think seven, and I, I agree. and I would have bumped him down to 150. 150 mils, five years. I think that is a hey, fair that's, that's as a fair deal. I would like that better. I I I just feel better about the five year 150 mil deal than a you know seven year 172 mil. Be honest. I just let's do the math. He, he's he's getting up there. When when he, he when he gets to the end of his contract, he's probably going to retire at the end of this contract. Yeah, because yeah, that's not a no. He, he's right now he's making two million twenty four million a year. If that with that deal you just had, he's making thirty million. That so they're trying to cut down how much they're spending per year, and they're able if they're able to get a start in their rotation for whatever. And if they end up losing it, they end up losing it. They're not going to get rid of him. No, I think he might be. He's always going to be that leader in 
your pitching staff. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, he's he got a number one contract. He he is not a number one. He didn't get a number. I don't think he got. A he got a number one contract. He is a, he is a number two. That's true. I look, mean, let's look at look at Garrett Cole's track get contract from last year. Granted, it's a Yankees, but the Phillies have been in the Yankees. He was. This is a number one for the Yankees, a Cy Young winner, right? Nine years, three hundred twenty four million dollars. Mm. Nola's is two years less and almost more than half the price. That's a number two contract. So. No, but you know, I I I wanted to look at that Japanese pitcher that pitched in the World Baseball Classic. At it, you know, how, how do you say his name? Is Yashibu Yamamoto? Yeah, Yamamoto. Sure. He's, he's, yeah. They're still looking at him. He's twenty five years old. He's still. They're still looking at him. Twenty five years old. He's a workhorse, just like Nola. Yeah, you know, and and, and think he shut us down in the World Baseball Classic. But you can't. 135 pitches. You can't rely that 135 pitches. That many. Yes. Oh you can't God. rely that he's going to be able one, be healthy in MLB. Since he's played in the N, uh, NBL or NPP, whatever it is they call it in Japan, which our is coming from. You can't rely that he, one, he's going to be able to transition transition because a lot of them are dominant over there and dominant in the World Baseball Classic. Like, what's the name? The guy for the Dodgers. Or, no, he's a dog. He's a dog. Um. Yu Darvish was only dominant for so many years. Yeah, but Yu Darvish was, was a, a workhorse too. He was a workhorse, and Yu Darvish was a great he was, pitcher. But he's not as good as Aaron Nola. Yu Darvish, in the long run, he's never going to be better than Aaron Nola, in my opinion. I mean, look, I love Nola's, and no hit against Aaron Nola. Um, I'm just looking at the longevity of this team, right? They're gonna, they're still looking at Yamamoto. They're still looking at him. Because here's my fear with this team right now: we are, we have signed all these big, long-term contracts. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper. Now this one with Knowles, probably going to slam one with Wheels if Wheels decides to, you know, not get traded or kind to retire. Um, how long is the JT contract? We had these big, long contracts. What happens in seven years when we have these older guys on the team and you can't really bring in younger guys to replace them? You know, you know you do that? That's when you trade them when they have one year left on their contract, trade them to a contender if we're not a contender at the time. And that's how you start your re- rebuild again. I just, I just you get out of their contract near the end when they still have a year, a year left, and you trade them to a contender like a Evan Longoria situation with the Diamondbacks, and that's what you do. But it's, it's, it's too. I just think it's too many at once. I just, I, I just think it's too many but guys you're, you're, at one you're time. Playing for now, you're playing for now, and you have you're to play for, for now. Next, right? You're, you're playing for the next this year. The year coming up, the year after, you're playing for basically the next three years. That's what your focus is. Yeah, you can focus on seven years, but you're really looking for the next at least two to three. Yeah. But we also I mean we went to the World Series almost back to back. Almost, you know. But we, but then you look, you know, you almost look like a Dodger situation at this point, right? Dodger situation. You have these long term contracts. You got these big names, and every year you go to the playoffs. You make it deep, right? You do something in the playoffs to make your name stick out there, and what do you do? You lose it just before you get it. Well, you got to every year. You can't plan on guys like Corbin Carroll come up his rookie year and absolutely going off yeah. during the regular season and going off in the postseason. Corbin Carroll probably had one of the best rookie postseasons known to man. No, he, and, and all all respect to him. And, and what was he bad? Shoot, I don't even know. He, Whatever he was, you can't expect that from other organizations when you play. You're looking at the guys that are in the league currently and trying to build up your farm system as best you can. Corbin Carroll's a dog, 
and he he had a hell of a year. But like you know, yeah. Mookie Betts and Freddie uh, Freddie Freeman didn't do well in the postseason for the Dodgers, and they owned up to it. But a guy like Acuna didn't do shit during the postseason either, and he didn't own up to it. He just took his MVP, took all that crap, and was like, "Oh, good for me. Look at me. Look at me." I I get what you're saying. Um, now with the other with the Japanese player, the other pl- um, pitcher I would bring is Trevor Bauer. You know, I I know I, I know Trevor Bauer is a cancer, but I really think he's grown. Um, after getting really, you know, pretty much kicked out of the MLB for a short period of time and playing in Japan, he's still a prima donna. He's still Trevor Bauer. He still has his quirks. But I think Trevor Bauer would be a great asset to have. When you have a stand-up guy like Mookie Betts saying, I want him back from the Dodgers, talking about how he is a good teammate to have and he is a good player and they want him back in the Dodgers where all this stuff was happening, if that doesn't show you that, you should give him a chance again. After the numbers he just put up in the uh, whatever the Japanese league is, like you need to give him a chance. Yeah. Somebody needs to give him a chance. I, I always have liked Trevor Bauer. I don't like his uh, techniques that he does, the weighted balls. Um, you know that I don't like some of his styles of warming up, preparing, and getting his arm conditioned. Hey, it's worked for him, but it's worked for him, right? Um, he's a quirky dude. He's a weird. He's a weird dude. He's like he's almost like a Zach Granke, but not on that scale. Right, but Trevor Bauer would be a dominant pitching asset to have on this Phillies team that we desperately need. Desperately need that we didn't have this season that we lost at some points beginning of the season. You know, playoffs. Trevor Bauer would take some of that pressure off. You know, he. he do you think he's going to be able to do with the harshness of Philadelphia? Because in in Jap- Japan, it's all lovey dovey. Like it's it's different. Yeah. Yes, was hard and harsh. Like I don't think he he won, yeah, he like Garrett Cole's able to deal with uh, New York because he's so damn hard on himself. But like Trevor Bauer's hard on himself. But like, is he the type of player to play in Philadelphia? Yeah. Is he? You think so? Yeah, because you know he's not. I can tell you, he's not the player playing Boston. He's not a player that would be able to play in New York. He's not going to be playing. He definitely would never go to Houston. He hates Houston. But like. He's he's kind of that West Coast like he's a Dodgers player. He's a you know he could pitch for the Padres. Like that's what I see him as. Oh, I do, but I also see Trevor Bauer as a guy who feeds off of the love. Um, and you know in Philly, yeah, we're known for letting you know that you know you pissed us off, right? But at the same time. We also tell you that we'd love you if you're doing good things for us, right? You know, Aaron Nola, for example, Reese Hoskins. We were very upset with those, you know, right now. How upset are you? I'm very upset that Reese is, you know, not probably not going to be back. You know, but if Bauer does well for us, he's going to get the love that he deserves, right? Um, And it's really, we give you what you deserve. We give you what you get. And we'll let you know how you're playing. Yeah. And I think he'll be able to feed well off of it and he has to work for it. Right, mm-hmm. but I think that's that's going to be the biggest thing with Bauer. Yeah. Um, the other one is Josh Hader. Still, you know, I really want Hader a lot. We we need that closer. Um, yeah, we need another closer because that is probably our worst part of bullpen. It, it really is. I mean, I said it last week, Cam. Yeah. yeah. With Craig Craig Kimbrell, and, and you know, I loved oh, Craig. God, you better. <laughs> He can't even show his face in Philly at all. <laughs> Look, yeah. the fact that he was an all-star and then now he's getting, like, you can't even. Yeah. 
It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I love Craig K. I really do. And I, I stuck up for him all season when people were saying, you know, oh, no, Craig Kimbrell's coming in. Craig Kimbrell's coming in. And I had faith for him. And uh, You were a hater. What are you talking about? I was about? not a hater. What oh, are you Craig. saying? You were a hater. You'd be calling me on, you would so. call me on the phone saying, why are they putting Craig Krimble? And I'm like, Christopher, relax. Trust the man. The man's, you know, he's a, not a legend, but he's going to be a, a all-time, he's an all-time closer. You got me there. <laughs> All right, but listen, let, let's talk about, yeah. like, we talked about it a little bit last week. Nick Castellanos, trade him, not, what to do. And it, it's it's so hard until, like, like I think if they trade him for, like, a Mike Trout, I think that's ideal. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Get, but but it, it depends what you trade him for. If I'm going to be satisfied or not with the trade, I would take Mike Trout because over Nick Castellanos. He's a, I'm saying, I know, but I'm saying, if that's the thing, say it's not him, what are you going to take for him? Because he is a Philadelphia guy. He's a guy that you can put out there in right field and be your everyday right field. True. So, I I love Nick, and I, you know I was last year when everybody was talking about you know how bad Nick was and you know he was just struggling um I was I was on the Nick Castellanos bandwagon I love Nick I thought he was great I I, I, I saw potential in him you knew who I know about <laughs> oh god you hated Nick two you... years ago I really hated Nick this year I was fine with it but last year no yeah I, I, I think I was telling like you like two years ago I just I didn't think he was a player that it was like he wasn't winning out there. No, he, he was batting what, like two fifty that year. Yeah. He was getting paid what, like. But then this year, I, I like Nick Castellanos. He did I think his he stepped up his game. Yeah. yeah, I think you know when, especially with Harper being out, he stepped up that and realized it's, I need to like help. Like this is this is my time to show them, hey, I belong here. Um, so I think it all depends what you get for him. He would want to stay in Philadelphia, but um, I love Nick Castellanos. I love I love him I really do he's a Philly guy, um but I don't like his bat I do not like his bat I don't like his bat I don't like his bat I don't like his, his bat seen you in the postseason his bat saves us in the postseason until he got to the last like what four games he yeah, went over for whatever yeah but you can't expect the thing is everyone's looking oh Cassie's not hot Cassie's not doing it anymore the reason you got to this point is because no one else was hot and he was so other people need to step it up like Harper was. He did what he could do. Everyone expects Harper to come in, you know, like game-winning bomb, yeah. you know, take the yeah. charge, take the lead. But, you know. Uh, you know, I think Trout would be a great addition. Um, I, great I think addition. I think Trout would be a great yeah, addition. I, Philadelphia would take Mike I would take Mike. I would take Mike. He's just starting over the bridge. Exactly. The only so thing with Mike. Right yeah, but the only thing with Mike Trout, injuries. Injuries are the right? biggest right. thing with Mike Trout. But the thing is, I think he I, would want to play through them. And I think he would want to push through it if he's on a team like a Philadelphia team. Yeah. With a guy like Bryce Harper calling him every day and making sure he stays on top of his crap to make sure that that's when he's in the postseason, he's going to be there to help them win a World Series for his home team. Yeah. Like, you got to look at it like that. The only player he's played with that's ever been really relevant is Shohei Otani. Yeah, tell me you're wrong. You had uh, Varsho there at one point. You had um, – Pools, you had uh, Andrewton Simmons, but they were just kind of like only big names because the team was so crap that they <laughs> had the chance of being the stars. Like Pools was there for his last few years of his career, and he, man could barely run the first base. 
Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> he could. He could. You're not lying. He stopped playing first base. He was a DH. That's why he went to the AL. It's because he, you don't. He, there wasn't universal DH then. He went there so he could hit every day because he could not play first base anymore. Um. So you know, and Nick Cassianos, I think we trade him. That's that's my final stance on that. Um, you do think we should? I think we trade Nick. I really think if there's anybody you're gonna trade, you trade Nick. He's 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 the only guy that we have. Is Hoskins a free agent this year? Yes, Hoskins Are a free. No, he's gone. I didn't think so. His price is Do you want? I, I keep seeing I, that Seattle is a good option for him, and shoot, that might be a good place for him to land. Since they're kind of on a rebuild, and they what they made the playoffs this year. I want I want Reese back. Yeah, I want him want, back. He, he's he's want it. it just yeah, he's, there's no he, spot. There's no spot unless you put him in the outfield, and you consider him as an outfielder. Yeah, you consider <laughs> him an out. You get you trade Casty. And put him in right. you put um him in, yeah, you put him in right, or you put Schwarber in right, and you put Hoskins in left. Or, hear me out on this one, trade Casty, put Hart back out of right, you put Hoskins back at first, you don't have to change anything up. They're not going to deal with Harp at all. I know, that that's what they're worried about, it's for the longevity of Harp, and I get that. Yeah. Um, but this, is, this is just my own personal thing that I would want to see. Um. I, I want Hoskins back so bad. You know, that was a big bat we were missing this postseason. And I just, I miss him. I really well, miss him. I think you can find that bat. I think you can find his yeah. bat in another player. We only really have one bat hitter on the team. And you know right. how that is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he needs just more experience. He needs the, like he obviously came in later in the season. He, he needs more experience. And he, they need to focus with his just his offense. If they want him to be the next center fielder, they need to focus on his offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. 100%. And you, I mean, and that's part, though. Exactly, and that's when you look at him in spring training. If he's putting up the same numbers he was during the postseason regular season hitting-wise, so that's Darryl. when you say, all right, you got to go, you got to figure your shit out so you can get up here. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, let's uh transition over to next upcoming games. Uh, for the week, we'll start with the birds. Um, birds are going to be playing Bills, Bills. the Bills. Four twenty-five this Sunday. Four twenty-five this Sunday. Uh, birds, Bills, guys. Who do you got, Cam? Give me your scores. Eagles. I say 20, 28-21. Mm. All right, because they just lost their offensive coordinator, the Bills, mind you, but they played good last week. Even without the offensive coordinator, but still, no, I'm Josh, Eagles. Josh Allen's a great quarterback. Um, Austin, the Isles Eagles take it. I think they take this game to get themselves ten to one. Um, I think it's more of a 27-24 or maybe twenty-seven seventeen. Um, I think it's not a huge blowout. I think we don't put our best game out there again. Um, but I think it's twenty-seven, seventeen. Honestly, I think it might be the final score. Um, I'm gonna give it, you know, Eagles. Ooh, Eagles twenty-one, twenty-one ten. Eagles. It's at Bills, right? It's at Bills, but I give I, I give it twenty-one ten Eagles. I just I I really think our defense is stepping up like they need to, and our offense is. I, like James Cook for them had a great week last week. James Cook had a great week from last week, but not every week's the same week. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not every team's a team team, and I think this Birds team, our, our Birds defense, I think we're going to have oh, a no, no, great game. Are, oh, we are home. Yeah, no, yeah, we are home. Okay. So, 
So not not think it might be that more. Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, 10. I, I'm I'm twenty one ten. I was closer last week. So twenty one ten. So far, I got the bird score record, and you got the sixer record. All right, cool. Let's move. Uh, flyers. Let's move over to the Sixers. Um, so we have a game tonight against the Timberwolves. Um, Cam, who you got? We just lost to the Cavs. We don't have Kelly. We're gonna get him back next week, but. I say we lose to the Timberwolves. We just lost to the Cavs. How are we going to beat the Timberwolves? What do, you, what do you think the finals going to be? Um, I'm going to say 106 Timberwolves, 95 Sixers. You know, the, the spread right now is point spreads in negative uh, 5.5 Timberwolves. So they got the Timberwolves beating us. I don't know. Um, I want to say the Sixers are going to win. But at the end of the day, I think the Timberwolves won up us. And I think we will lose 111-109. I think it's a close game. And, you know, if we win, I think it's the same thing. It's 111-109. It's going to be close. I think it's either a two, three-point game near the end. I think, you know, you never know what can happen with us. I just think we end up losing. But keeping it close. You keep it close with them, make us 10-5. They're 10-3. Yeah. We're 10-4 right now. Um, I know, I know. But, um, you know. I like to look at trends a little bit. Um, when teams are have about this record, right? They they tend to lose about two games in a row, give or take. Um, so I I give I give the Timberwolves a win tonight. You know, one ten, one oh five, Timberwolves. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be a good game, but I just don't yeah. I don't think the Sixers got it in them to win this game. Unless, I think Maxi goes off again. Unless Maxi goes off again, like he does. Um, the refs don't sell us. Yeah. True. Uh, then we get another game against Thunder on the twenty fifth. And the Lakers on the twenty seventh. Um, Easily beat Thunder and yeah, Lakers. I think it's a we beat them I, one one fifteen to one oh seven. What? I I give a win to both to both games. Um, I, I say we we blow out the Thunder. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't even get a score in that. I mean, they have that good rookie. What's his name? Uh, Chet. Or, oh, Holgram. Yeah, whatever. he's yeah. really good. He's. He's average crazy. He's good. Out. He's good. He is good. Player. Um, chip on his shoulder. Plays with a chip on his shoulder, sure. But he's still gonna have Joel on him. So yeah, you know. Joel's I think I still think he has a good game, but I think Joel has a good game too. Um, like I said, I think they, Cam said, blow out the Thunder. We beat the Lakers. Whatever score I just said a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, I I say blow out the Thunder as well. Um, scoring the Lakers. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give us one fifteen, one oh seven, us. Um, I, I think it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a fun game to watch with the Lakers. I I don't know. I, I, I really I think we're gonna win both games though. Yeah. Um Flyer, Flyers, we're gonna be playing tonight. Um we're playing the Islanders, like we said earlier tonight. Um I I have us winning against the Islanders. I think we'll win. I think it's gonna be about I think it's gonna be a five four game, Flyers. Do you think we split with the Islanders? No. Or do you, or do you think we 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 take both. We take both. We take both. We're on a six-game winning streak right now. I think it's a five-four win against the Islanders. I think it's a, it's going to be a good shootout game. I think. You think we're going to go on a nine game? Oh yeah. You're, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, my my opinion is this. This is how it's going to go. If we win tonight, I think it's going to be a very close game against the Rangers. Yeah. But if we lose against the Rangers, I think we lose to the Islanders too. I think we lose to them back to back. Um. I think we win tonight, but like I said, we have to keep the Islanders to a minimum of two two goals, and we have to score a minimum of three. I said if that happens, we win. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give like I said, 
five four. Us That's against the Islanders. Ranger have we scored five yet this season? We have not. We haven't. No. Um, and then I, I give the Rangers game. We're. I, I have a great feeling about this Rangers game. There's something about playing the Rangers that really just it's it's almost like a playoff. That's game, why I said right? if we lose to the Rangers, I think we lose to the Islanders. Um, no, I think that pisses us off. I think we get pissed off and we win that second game against the Islanders. I, you know, I, I, honestly, I don't think we're going to beat the Rangers. Honestly, but I think we'll beat the Islanders. So both of the games. Yes. So you know we're coming to the end of this podcast. I'm almost on my beer here. Uh, guys, what did you think about Barry Muggy from Victory? I mean, I'm not a big IPA guy, but this is actually not bad, honestly. I'm being genuine when I say it. Like, it's actually not that bad. And no, it, 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 it's an easy drinking beer, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, I've got – it made me uh, feel a little good halfway through the show, and yeah. more and more I got <laughs> into it, I tell yeah, you. Is that Pilsner or IPA? It, it's in uh, – I'm pretty sure it's a – ooh, let's take a look at that. I didn't, I didn't. I don't think it's an IPA. I think it's no. It's, oh, a, it's a pilsner. It is a pilsner. It's a pilsner. I, I, I like it. Um, yeah, it's actually not bad. It's a sour berry twist. So it says, you know, it, I think it's good. It was um, not as strong as I was expecting. It's like a very strong yeah. fruit yeah. flavor. Right. You know, you get those beers that try to be like the fruitness and the pineappleness and stuff, and that's very like strong and sweet. And just doesn't really go well sometimes. But I think this is a good blend of. You know, all of it. I think all – you can't go wrong with the monkey. No, you – You can't go wrong with victory monkey. No, you know, I, and the um, this sourness really cuts the sweetness on this beer uh, a lot. Because like, like you said, there, there's too many like of these sweet, fruity beers that are way too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you kind of feel like you're drinking candy. Oh, that much. Yeah, you kind of get you, you get yeah. sick of it, right? Yeah. Uh, but this thing, it, it's, it's very easy drinking. Um, yeah. And you feel great. You feel great once you finish one. So about two more of these, I'm gonna be. Uh, yeah, you're definitely gonna be feeling. I'm gonna have a good night. It's uh, Blackout Wednesday, yeah. so I'm. Ex- Thanksgiving. I'm very excited. Happy Blackout Wednesday. Yeah, happy, th- happy Thanksgiving, everyone watching. Listen, yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bruce Brothers podcast. Um, any other things you guys want to say? Uh, be safe tonight. Be going out to the bars. Uh, you know, enjoy your family. Make sure you get a berry, berry mon- victory, berry monkey for tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and deal with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, you know, you can find Victory at your local um, uh, beer store. You know, you know, you can really feel it. Show, show your family the podcast while you're at Thanksgiving table. Yeah, <laughs> make sure to show your family the podcast. Shout that out. Um, remember to follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter, uh, our Spotify, and our Apple Music. You can also find us on Google Podcasts anywhere else you find your podcast. Uh, we also just created our first website. Um, so if you would like, you can go ahead to Bruce Brothers One Two Five, um, and it's on Google. Um, on there we have who we are. You know, it shows our faces a little bit, um, and there's also links to our podcast, our socials, and then you can actually play our podcast right from the website. Yeah, you know, feel feel free to you know message us on Instagram, Twitter, DM us, uh, comment on the post, interact with us. We you know we'll get back to you, or you know we like interacting with the people listening. You know, seeing what you guys want to hear. Well, Cam Gart. Nice doing this with you. I'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.